Tomato talk about the human, inferior human race when it comes. gentlemen thank you for joining me this another odd night out here um, I generally don't come out uh, throughout the week um, depending on my work schedule I had a pretty late day today and um, I had time to peruse um, some news articles out there and bring and, and talk about one in particular um, tonight um, this is a very, uh, very important one, I think, and I think that you'll find it um, as important as I do. So, I hope everybody had a good weekend. Here we are going into Tuesday. Tomorrow will be the 28th. In just a couple more days, we're going to be heading right into October. And we have some really nice weather coming here for Southern Ontario as well, heading into October as well. So I was, while I was out working and had time to look over some articles, I came across this one article in the Ontario Human Rights Commission when it comes to the anti-vaxxers. Now, the Human Rights, Ontario Human Rights Watchdog says anti-vaxxers don't deserve special treatment. And why should they? All I've seen from these anti-vaxxers in, in their protest, protesting around hospitals, harassing patients, doctors, nurses, their first protests around hospitals. They're blocking emergency exits and entrances. Shouting racial remarks, hateful remarks. As though it's the doctors and nurses fault that we had these lockdown stay at home orders. And when it comes to the vaccines, I don't even know what the hell they're marching about. Nobody's twisting your arm to get the vaccine. Nobody says it's a law to get the vaccine. But I've been waiting for something from the Ontario Human Rights Commission to come out about this. And they have. Now, if you don't believe in getting the COVID-19 vaccine, the Ontario Human Rights Law says you don't have the right to special accommodations. A statement put out last week by the Ontario Human Rights Commission explains that anyone who chooses not to be vaccinated based on personal preferences, you understand this? Personal preferences. 
does not have the right to accommodations under the code. Now, personal preferences in singular beliefs not protected. Singular beliefs. Anybody understand singular? The anti-vaxxers need to understand personal preferences and singular under the code. The Ontario Human Rights Commission and relevant human rights laws recognize the importance of balancing people's right to non-discrimination and civil liberties with public health and safety. And I hence the public health and safety. Including the need to address evidence-based risks associated with COVID-19. And receiving a vaccine is voluntary. Nobody's making you do anything. So what, I don't know, and again, what the hell are you protesting about? It's voluntary. And at the same time, the Ontario Human Rights Commission position is that a person who chooses not to be vaccinated based on personal preferences does not have the right to accommodations under the code. The Ontario Human Rights Commission is not aware of any tribunal or court decision that found a singular belief against vaccinations or masks amounted to a creed within the meaning of the code. Now, out in British Columbia a while back, the British, the British Columbia Human Rights Commission put the anti-maskers on notice. Now, while the code prohibits discrimination based on creed, personal preferences and singular beliefs do not amount to a creed for the purpose of the code. Even if a person could show they were denied a service or employment because of a creed-based belief against vaccinations. The duty to accommodate does not necessarily require they be exempt from the vaccine mandates. Certification or COVID-19 testing requirements. The duty to accommodate can be limited if you significantly Compromise health and safety amounting to undue hardship, such as during a pandemic. Now, let me make this very clear to you anti-vaxxers out there. This is my human right. I have the right not to get COVID from you. That's my right. So your claims out there of being against of being against your human rights of these mandates put out by the government and with these vaccine certificates 
that you do not have to be accommodated. You can be and will be refused entry if you cannot provide a vaccine certificate that you are fully vaccinated to go to the gym, to go to the movies, to go to sporting events, concerts. Indoor dining in restaurants. This isn't against your human rights and your in your human liberties. Because if you haven't gotten the memo, you're getting the memo now. Now Wednesday, last Wednesday, the um, Ontario government implemented the vaccine requirements for high-risk indoor settings. And people must show proof that they're double vaccinated in order to get inside restaurants, nightclubs, concert venues, gyms, sporting events. Thank you for joining me this evening. So, as you can see, this is a rare night for me to come out here. I'm generally really busy throughout the work uh, work week with working and um, personal life. Um, but while I was on my downtime today, you know, it gives me a chance to um, look over some articles, um, you know, see if it piques my interest, see how important it is to me. And I feel how it is important to you. Now, I came across this article and I've actually been waiting to see, you know, what the Ontario Human Rights um, has to say about the anti-vaxxers. Now, I'm talking about the anti-vaxxers who... on personal preferences, singular, little recap for you and thank you for joining me in a statement put out last week by the Ontario Human Rights Commission explains that anyone who chooses not to be vaccinated based on personal preferences does not have the right to accommodation under the code. So I say again to these anti-vaxxers, what the hell are you protesting about? You go out there, you cause a scene and you cause trouble. Your protests around the hospitals are ridiculous. They're meaningless around hospitals. Not only they were doing this around hospitals, they were harassing staff and patients going into the hospitals. They were blocking the emergency entrances and exits. 
the hell does the doctors and nurses have to do with the mandate settled by the government? The very people that who've been on this front line from the beginning, trying to save lives, these anti-vaxxers go to harass them. Just the other day in downtown Toronto, they're clashing with police, trying to get into the Eaton Center to protest. Now, as it is here in Canada and across all provinces and territories, it's not illegal to protest, but there, there is a right way of doing it. You protest your government. Out in British Columbia, they went into an elementary school to protest. That's crossing the line. And you're not even vaccinated. In the province, Human Rights Code prohibits discrimination based on creed such as religious beliefs or practices. However, singular beliefs do not amount to creed, as stated in the code. And even if a person could show they were denied a service or employment because of creed-based belief against, against vaccinations, the duty to accommodate does not necessarily require they be exempt from vaccine mandates, certification, or COVID testing requirements. I don't know how the anti-vaxxers miss these memos. I can tell you this, they don't bother to look at the Canadian Constitution. They don't bother to go on the site of the Ontario Human Rights Commission. I'm reading this from the Ontario Human Rights Commission. You see, ladies and gentlemen, governments, when they're sworn into office, they're also swearing to protect their citizens. When it comes to things like war, natural disasters, viruses, your government has a sworn duty to protect you. So when they come up with these mandates, of stay-at-home orders, shutting down non-essential services, closing businesses and schools, the government can do just that because they have to do that. Now just imagine for a moment that they did absolutely nothing. Well, we've seen what happened in the United States on the onset of this pandemic when when uh, diaper Donald Trump was president of the United States. 
oh, this is nothing like, this is nothing but the flu. It'll be gone when the warm weather comes. Well, the warm weather has come and gone 18 months. And throughout the United States, and I was watching the news this evening, you know, you're looking at about uh, what they said was somewhere is around 2,000 people are dying every day from COVID-19. You can believe me. You don't have to believe me. That's one about every 90 seconds dying from COVID-19 in the United States. You're probably pushing about 700,000 deaths by now. Here in Canada, throughout the pandemic, probably about 25,000 people have died due to COVID-19. Out in the Western provinces, Alberta especially, has hit a crisis. See, over the summertime, effective July 1st, out in, out in Alberta, the government lifted all mandates, lifted all restrictions. We are going to have a COVID-free summer, he said. The premier. And now you're in a crisis. And now you're reaching out to other provinces across this country and you're reaching out to the federal government for help from the military. Now, back in the early spring, you know, here in Ontario, the largest province of, of this country, of Canada, over 16 million people, we've had our ups and downs throughout this pandemic of openings and closings. And when we opened up, we tried different things. We went regionally. Well, this region has more cases, so you can't open yet. This region has less cases you can open. That didn't work. So then we had to go back to the entire region that everybody in Ontario have to follow the same mandates. We made errors along the way. I'm not saying we're perfect here in Canada. I'm not saying we're perfect here in Ontario. But we didn't lift all the restrictions like they have done out west in Alberta. It is so bad in Alberta right now that they're going to have to decide who lives and who doesn't. They've canceled heart surgeries, open heart surgery. They've canceled all these surgeries because their ICUs are filled up with COVID-19 patients. And guess what? They're unvaccinated. Here across the province of Ontario, yeah, we're still having some problems with it. School is back in. 
we're seeing cases in the schools, but nothing compared to Alberta where they are seeing well over 4,000 cases a day right now because they lifted all restrictions back in July. Geez, that must have made the anti-vaxxers really happy about that. But when the Ontario Human Rights Commission comes out with this statement that based on singular, singular person reasons why you're not getting it back, why you're not getting vaccinated. The human rights code doesn't apply to you. Now with these implemented vaccine requirements for the high risk indoor settings, that you'd be fully vaccinated to go to a gym, a movie theater, dine in a restaurant, sporting events. You have to have a vaccine certificate, whether it's in a PDF form or from the government website with your information on it. To prove that you're fully vaccinated with both shots Then you can go to the gym, you can go to the movie theaters, you can dine inside a restaurant. You can go to the sporting events. Now, just over this past weekend here in Ontario, the uh, top doctor of Ontario and the government is increasing capacities, not by much, for indoor venues. If for instance, if your establishment, you know, like the Budweiser Gardens downtown here in the city of London holds 9,000 people, the capacity can be 4,500. Being that, uh, where the Toronto Blue Jays play in downtown Toronto, being that it's an open dome and they can open the dome, you know, they can have something like 20,000 people at a baseball game. Fully vaccinated people. Now, at first, our premier, Doug Ford, here in Ontario, he didn't really like the idea of the vaccine certificates. He said he didn't want to have a split society. You know, here in Ontario, um, 70% of the population here in Ontario is fully vaccinated, or more, actually. 
and more more people are, are getting vaccinated and, and yes you may call in and more and more people are getting vaccinated hi Twaka. how are you doing hey good how are you doing today i'm doing good whereabouts are you calling from um new jersey you're calling from new jersey well thank yeah. you for calling me from new jersey I heard what you're saying, and people, um, about the vaccine, um, people are getting flushed away. Even at my program, people are getting flushed away because we supposed to go in the community on these field trips, and we can't because some of the people is not vaccinated. No, yeah, I, I understand that, and, and we're, you know, here, you know, here in Canada, um, in Ontario, where I reside, um, you know, people, um, there's people who are still not vaccinated, but I mean, for, for different reasons, like, you know, because maybe, um, they, um, uh, have medical conditions of why they can't, uh, get vaccinated. Um, you know, I talked about people who have a phobia of needles. Yeah. You know, and then there's people who are still, you know, have questions about the vaccines, um, but why they're still dragging their feet, you know, for the, those people. I mean, you can get the answers by, by talking to a healthcare professional. Well, I wanted to go on this. It's a day trip. I wanted to go on this trip to ABC studio. And first I call ABC up, you know, the network WABC. Yes. Well, I call him up and I said to one of the news people, um, I said to him, can I, can I come and visit David Mir from world news tonight that took over from Pierce Ennings. And she said to me, not right now, because, um, the ABC studio, we have a strict um, require of people coming in. We don't want people um, coming in like a tour like that yet. Like, I know you're going to be wearing the max, but we still don't want people there. When the COVID um, uh, is not here no more, you can definitely come to ABC studio, but that's not yet because we're being requested. No, that's right. And, and that's understandable. Yeah. Right. You know, because they want to, you know, because they don't know who's vaccinated, who's yeah. not vaccinated and stuff like that. So what I was talking about tonight um, here in Ontario, Canada, is that the Ontario Human Rights Commissions explains that anyone who chooses not to be vaccinated based on personal preferences does not have the right to accommodations under the code. Yeah. Right. So here. You know, we've had, you know, the anti-vaxxers out there protesting mm -hmm. and they have protested in front of hospitals. Wow. Um, and not just protesting in front of hospital, but, but harassing the doctors and nurses going into work, harassing patients going in for, for their treatments. Um, they, they're, you know, they're not... You know they're, they're they're clashing with the with the uh, with the police, and even though it's it's legal to protest, there's proper ways of protesting. Yeah, and the hospital isn't one of them because the hospitals is, are not the ones who mandated the rules. The government yeah. 
has mandated the rules. That's why. So, and I, I was working. Sorry to interrupt you, Chuck. It's okay. I was working um, on YouTube and I was reading the comments on um, YouTube and other channels and people are saying I am done with 2021 and I wish it, people are saying they wish it was still the 90s and 80s decade. Yeah, I mean, we, we well, uh, yeah, you know, because we, we miss, yeah. you know, just doing what you want and, you know, not to worry about anything. There, you know, there wasn't any any viruses, you know, except the flu virus that goes around every single year, but nothing really serious thing to, to worry about, right? Right. Well, I know be, why be they're saying that. Normal. I know why they're saying they wanted to be the 80s, 70s, and 90s because that was good television and they can flip the channel to see what was on. And I know why they're saying it because it was good television, don't you think? I'm sorry I didn't catch that last part. Don't you think it was um, good television at the time? Like you got Freeze Company on ABC and then you got Golden Girls at the time that was running at the time, and that was fairly good quality television. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I remember I, I remember those uh, mm. those shows as well and that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, because, you know, because just be able to go out in, in large crowds, go to concerts, yeah. go to sporting events, you know, going to the gym and movie theaters, you know, you, you, you didn't worry that you weren't going to catch a virus. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing like this anyways, you know what I mean? I mean, this COVID-19 and this Delta variant, um, you know, is, is pretty serious. Yeah, but just, when, when I was in the bear cave, we didn't have like no max and stuff like this. Um, this is before um, COVID and we have more freedom. I don't think we have freedom at Friendship House no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, yeah. you know, um, but, um, you know, with, with, I mean, we're having problems here, you know, across Canada. I just recently talked about one province um, out west, Alberta. Um, they're in a crisis right now with this. They're seeing well over 4,000 cases a day. Um, they're a smaller province than Ontario is. And, the reason why they're in this predicament is because back in July, their government lifted all mandate rules. Wow. Right. And, you know, figured that it's going to be okay. And here they are in a crisis that the, you know, the ICUs are full. They're canceling, they're canceling all kinds of surgeries. People who need heart surgeries are not going to get heart surgery. It is terrible. And, and the government out there the, in that province, the premier of that province, lifted all these mandates. And now he turns around and he said, oh, you know, we're not going to go back to lockdown. You know, it wouldn't be, he says, you know, people are not going to follow the rules anyways. And that's just like saying, you know, we're going to put in a speed limit. We're not going to put in a speed limit because no one's going to follow the speed limit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, you know, Canada, I mean, you know, us Canadians, you know, we're going to pull together and we're going to help them out. You know, we're going to send our military in there as well. And we're going to send doctors and nurses in there. 
you know, to help them out and, and that, you know, because we don't want to see anybody in that predicament. But also I can say is about the premier is that you messed up. You need to fix this, mm-hmm. you know, or resign. You know, I mean, our premier in Ontario, I mean, he, he you know, he, nobody's, nobody's perfect. You know, we all try to do the best that we can. And, and when we think things are getting safer, you know, we lift restrictions here, we lift restrictions there. Yeah. And, and, and then you realize that it's too early to do it. And then you have to go back and say, you know what, we're really sorry, but, you know, we got to go back to, to, you know, shutting down non-essential businesses, stay-at-home orders, well, there, schools. There is a lot um, that my um, friends of house um the program that that doesn't do today like i can name you a couple of things like mara room mara the teacher there they won't let us go to dunkin donuts or six flags um because it's too far or to a library because you have to call the library for an appointment and we can't go to dunkin because it's not healthy Mm-hmm. Because of the parents, the parents have to say yes, and these parents um, are so unprotective with with these kids. And I have nothing like this when in two thousand when I was still at the bear cave, and they don't come the same the same way. And um, I think um, they so protected of the um, child and. It, there's no need need for that. Um, and to not go Dunkin' Donuts, me and Sarah were saying, like, why we're not going to Dunkin' Donuts no more? We used to. Well, I, I really don't know. I don't really know how to answer that or what yeah. to say to that. Um, you know, um, I guess for healthy choices, I guess. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, your your Dunkin' Donuts is is open, is it not? Yeah, it it's open, but I think what she was saying is, Dunkin' is not like that healthy um choice compared to fast food restaurants and stuff. Yeah, fast food fast food restaurants is, is um not really a healthy choice, but you know, fast food restaurants like uh, McDonald's, uh, Burger King, um, Wendy's. Um, you know, they, they have, um, the, uh, veggie burgers, yeah. you know, the, like the, 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 like the non-meat burgers, I guess, you know, for mm-hmm. healthy choice and stuff like that. So for vegans, you know, people who don't eat, who don't eat meat and that, so, I mean, they're trying to make changes. They're trying to make changes that way for, for healthy eating and, and stuff like that. But when, when when we come to when we come to um, <clears throat> the mandates that we have, you know, here in, in the province of Ontario, and every province is different depending on their circumstances. You know, right now, anybody who wants to dine in a restaurant or go to a movie theater or a gym or a sporting event, you have to show your vaccine certificate that you're fully vaccinated. Yeah. Well, um. I got something to add to that. Um, I remember my grandma that just um that passed away um passed away, and uh, my grandma didn't even follow the COVID restriction. 
She didn't follow what? She didn't follow the COVID restriction. I said to her on the phone one time, "Why are you going to your sister's house?" Um. Um, on TV, they are saying to say stay home because we're in um, lockdown at the time. And she said, like, I can go to my sit. And she didn't follow the COVID restriction. And I bet she didn't wear a mask. She didn't wear a mask at the time. And I was telling her, you need to follow the COVID rules. And she did not follow the COVID rules. She just went there with no mask. Especially when you have a lot of people around you, you need to have a max on. Yeah, we have that rule here. We still have that rule, right? And, we, and that rule still applies uh, um, for indoor uh, public buildings. Yeah, that you have to wear a mask um, and that. But um, you know, these mandates for fully vaccinated uh, um, individuals, like. Like what I said, for to dine in a restaurant or go to the gym and movie theaters and sporting events, you have to show that you're fully vaccinated. Yeah. But for grocery stores and drug stores and, and things like that, um, it's not mandated for that, right? Because, I mean, food is a necessity. So, you know, anybody can go into a grocery store. But, you know, still in the grocery stores, we still have that six feet social distancing and everything else real the checkouts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So people are staying away from one another. Now, of course, still, you know, with the anti-vaxxers out there and in some businesses, you know, some restaurants um, saying that, you know, they're not going to follow the mandatory vaccine passport program, which at the end of the day, um, they're subject to hefty fines. And so are the people that go into these establishments not providing proof of vaccine, they're also subject to heavy fines as well. So this one particular restaurant, and I'm not afraid to say who this restaurant is. I mean, I'm going to call them up, you know, because it's just absolutely um, ridiculous. And it is called... Uh, zucchinis um, Cucina and it's and it's located in Oakville Ontario on 438 Kerr Street and wow. they're saying that all people are welcome and we do not discriminate against any customer regardless of sex age religion creed or vaccination status now sex age religion and creed has nothing to do with the mandated rules mm-hmm Right. The mandated rules specifically state that you have to show proof of vaccination. Right. right. So um, this restaurant could face up to um, anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 every single day for every infraction. Right. A right. person, an individual who is in the restaurant and has not provided any vaccine information can be fined $780. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, there is this uh, one particular, uh, this, you know, kind of really irked me. And um, I wanted to find it here because what was said was 
um, he was referring, if I can find it here, because it was, um, I just found his, his uh, statement was, had no bearing on anything. And um, I think I'm coming down to it now, what he said here. Um, he kind of refers, um, you know, these rules and regulations imposed on us um, to the, um, I guess, the, uh, the, the black movement in the United States, right? Black Lives Matter. Right. Or even, you know, just the civil liberties throughout the United, the United States, you know, with the civil marches, you know, that's been, that went on through the United States. And when you look back in the fifties and sixties and, and things like that, you know, uh, Martha Luther King and, and, and people like that, um, you know, marching, you know, marching for, for their civil liberties, you know, and he's kind of comparing this to that. And I'm thinking that that has no bearing. Uh, that's, that's entirely something different. You know, it, it's, 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 it's black Afri African-Americans want their civil rights and liberties. Right. This has nothing to do, you know, they're, you know, anti-vaxxers and with their protests. There's no comparison to the civil movement in the United States or anywhere or anywhere else in the world, you know, and I thought this, you know, this guy has been, you know, he has been fined several times um, for breaking the rules. And, you know, he goes on, on Facebook, he goes on YouTube and stuff like that. He just thinks this is a big joke, you know, and this restaurant here saying that they're not going to follow the rules. Well, I got news for them that um, they either follow the rules or be fined or be shut down. And, you know, in that order. So um, other restaurants, I mean, you know, we, you know, at first we were talking about, you know, you know, what are, what is, what is going to be the vaccine certificate and how is it going to work and, and stuff like that because the province of Quebec was the first province to, to bring out this vaccine certificate. And then British Columbia came out with it. And then uh, I think it was Saskatchewan, then Manitoba, and now Ontario. And this just started last week. You know, but, you know, when I'm thinking to myself, you know, where do these people think that these mandated rules um, become against their human rights? I mean, they don't take the time to read the Constitution. Mm -hmm. They don't take the time to, to read the Ontario human rights um, rules, what they are. Right. They just assume. Mm -hmm. Right. 
something they don't like, they just assume it's against their human rights. Yeah. Right? It's just like when we have when the when the, the when the government invokes emergency orders because of a virus, mm-hmm. right? The government under law has to protect their citizens. That's right. They're, they're sworn in office to do just that. If invent of, of a war, natural disaster, and viruses, they under law have to protect their citizens. And the mandates that they put forth are legal. And some people out there just don't seem to understand that. And, well, and their, their fight and cause is just is going is just going unanswered and it will continue to go unanswered well people on my youtube channel when i used to do that um run my channel they used to say when i put all tv shows i missed the 90s 70s and 80s and i said well we're in 2021 now because of COVID. but if you still want to see the 90s and 80s go on ebay and buy the cassette tapes of it because there's some tapes of people recorded so it's from a long time ago, and just get the whole thing in the box set. I don't, I don't understand why they're even worried about the seventies, eighties, and nineties. I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. I mean, this is, you know, we're in the twenty-first century here. Or we're in year twenty twenty-one. Well, so I still none, watch the. None of that. I still watch the seventies and nineties because it wasn't COVID then, and I know it's COVID now. But everybody think it's great um, terrorists. And I said, yeah, it is. But why are you still in that generation? And um, because they say they say to me on the um, comments, because um, all the shows was on, mass, And I said, oh, that's why you like to watch the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it just gives them that sense of, yeah. that's, that sense of freedom and and stuff like that and what it's like just to have all that freedom and everything else like that but i mean we still have i mean we have our freedom you know restrictions is is entirely is entirely different to what your freedoms are they're they're restrictions to protect you right they're not restrictions for punishment you know we did nothing wrong you know the world ended up with this virus mm-hmm. and now we have to deal with it and the governments have to deal with it and they have to deal with it because under law, like I said, they have to protect citizens mm-hmm. of their country, their state, their province. It doesn't matter in a democracy. They have to protect us whether we like it or not. And the people out there, it just thinks everything that the government does is against their human rights, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And I just, sometimes I just get so tired of the BS, you know, from from anti-vaxxers, people are so stubborn and selfish that, you know, they're not gonna get vaccinated, right? But I have rights too, and you have rights too. You have the right not to get COVID from anti-vaxxers. Well, I think it's just annoying to me that one of the teachers from the front surpassed, um, 
she want me to put my mask on. I keep saying to her, I'm vaccinated. And she said, I know, but other people in the program are not. And and I, and I there's no reason for me to have a mask on when you're um, fully vaccinated, right? Well, well, let me explain something to you, all right? The vaccine is not a cure. Just like the flu shot is not a cure. What the vaccine is going to do is is going to, so you'll have, you know, you won't have, hopefully you won't have um, the full blown COVID. It'll lessen the symptoms. So it is still necessary for you to wear a mask. I'm fully vaccinated and I wear a mask when I go grocery shopping, I go to the drugstore, I wear my mask when I meet customers, right? I wear my, I wear my mask when, when I feel that social distancing isn't happening, mm-hmm. right? And I'm fully vaccinated. What you need to understand is that you still can get COVID. Yeah. You can still get the flu with the flu shot, right? But it's a protection of that you won't get the severe symptoms. That's what you. That's what you, you have to understand. That's what you have to understand. So when they say you have to wear your mask, you know, not just because other people aren't vaccinated, you know, is that it's still protecting you? It's just another thing that we need to do right now whether you're vaccinated or not is to wear your mask when you are in a group of people. Well, I have a mask um, at home. I have a mask that I wear to front the pals. The paper mask, I do not like. So I came up with another mask. I have the ABC Perfect Blanks mask and the bear cape mask. The bear represents my old school, the bear cape. So I put both of them on and it's better for me than the paper max. Sure, whatever whatever works best for you. Yeah. Right. I wear a cloth mask. You know, I don't I don't you know like the like the blue um, hospital masks. I mean, I have a bunch of them too. But you know, I have I have a cloth mask. I have several cloth masks and stuff like that. And um, you know, I wear I wear my mask. You know, all the time. When, when it's needed to be to be worn mm-hmm. and I'm fully vaccinated so it's still important you know to protect yourself you know and, and stuff like that and, and you know here we are coming into October in about mid-October the flu season starts yeah. you know and then people you know who get vaccinated will get vaccinated I get I get vaccinated for the flu you know, I'm in my late 50s. Wow. You know, so I get vaccinated for the flu. I have elderly parents. They get well, vaccinated for the flu. They've been vaccinated for COVID. Well, my mom has the rule. Um, is my mom was saying, if you want your barricade friends to come to the house, you have to um, um, you have to ask them, are they vaccinated? Because I have to ask if Darius or Gregory are they vaccinated before they come to the house? And mm-hmm. I did ask them, and Gregory is vaccinated. Darius is vaccinated. So they will both, they said, I will 
we both will come to the house because we're vaccinated. And I let my mom know. My mom said, that's okay with me if they come. I just want to make sure they're vaccinated so we won't get anything. That's right. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. You know, so, you know, and as, as more and more people um, get vaccinated, and, and, I, and I say this on my show too, you know, um, do the right thing, right? Protect yourself, protect your loved ones, protect your coworkers. And society in general, you know, if we all get in line and do the right thing, we can get out of this. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take all of us to do this. You know, and the anti-vaxxers, people who, who just think that, you know, none of these rules apply to them, right? It's not a law that you have to get vaccinated, right? It's a choice, right? You make the choice not to get vaccinated. You are putting not your, only yourself at risk, but others in your family and loved ones at risk of getting COVID-19. And this Delta variant which is far more deadlier than all the other variants, you know, and, and, and they, and they're just rebellion, you know, against these mandates that the government has put forth. They're part of the problem, not part of the solution. And I just get so fed up with it. You know, when, when I, when I see their demonstrations, and their demonstrations are basically meaningless. They're not, they're not, it, it, it's not a demonstration, you know, um, for progress. You know, it's just an anti-demonstration because they're just so selfish and so stubborn not to get vaccinated that they're the ones who are filling up our hospitals, they're the ones who are filling up our ICUs. Mm -hmm. That's the intensive care units. They are the ones who are becoming the problem. Well, me me and my friend Sarah um, Como, so me and my friend have a talk today on FaceTime, and Sarah was explaining to me, like, we, we can't go on trips no more. We, we can't even work so claustrophobic in the building we can't do anything. I said, well, talk to Elena. I tried to talk to Elena and I make no headway with her. So you talk to her. And um Sarah said no because she um Elena doesn't Elena doesn't listen to us. Um and, and I just think if she listened and like this is what program is, go out in the community, we can't even do that because she got us so um claustrophobia in this one building and that's terrible. Yeah. So, what is what is the um, um, the um, friends of house? Yeah. Yeah. So, what is what is the COVID nineteen situation in New, in New Jersey right now? Well, in New Jersey, um, um, um well, everybody is still um, wearing a mask, mm -hmm. and some, I think. Um, some of the rules we have at the day program, Friends of House, is like we're waiting to have these rules and we can't go on field trips yet. 
And if we want to bring something to the table, we um um won't even listen to the fact like we want to go for a walk or go to Duncan and see doesn't meet us halfway and um and she doesn't even listen to the part we're trying to say. So Mara is more outgoing than Lorena because me and Lorena don't see eye to eye. And she just said, oh, the hell with it, this and that. And that's all I get um, out of her. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, they're just looking out for your well-being. Yeah. You know, what I can I can make out of it. You know, they you know want to just keep you safe and you know keep you protected and, and and things like that. I know it's frustrating, and you know the whole world, everybody's going is going through this um, mental health um, financially. You know, it, it's it's been a real struggle for a lot of people, and you know my empathy goes out. You know, to to everyone, you know, who is struggling, um, you know, with this pandemic, you know, um, I have a lot of empathy for these people. And, you know, we all have COVID fatigue. Mm -hmm. You know, we're also very tired. You know, we just want this to be over. You know, we want this to be over as though it never happened. You know. So I mean, I my my heart goes out to 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 people who are suffering mentally and financially, and people who have families who have lost loved ones due to COVID. You know, it's tragic. You know, it is really tragic. But you know, like I say, when when it comes to um, these protests and the pro, you know, the protests get out of hand and. Um, that's, that to me, that that's not a protest. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, for for the for these individuals um, who just keep going out there and you know protesting, you know these these rules and mandates set out by the governments and, and healthcare professionals, you know, is against their civil liberties. It's against their human rights. When, you know, I'm talking about the Ontario Human Rights Commission, you know, putting out this statement that it's not, these mandates are not against your human rights. Oh, talk. If you're, some, if people you're, just, some people don't seem to get that. If you're on tomorrow doing the broadcast, talk, I will be on um, tomorrow and... My, one of my friends, Sarah, will be on the call tomorrow too with me. Yeah, I, I what what usually takes place with my podcast is that um, generally I, I do it on weekends. Um, oh, okay. The odd, the odd weekend, the odd weeknight, like tonight, um, uh, because I was done work early and um, I wasn't too tired because I don't like doing a podcast tired because then. I lose my concentration and, you know, the mind gets all fogged up because your brain is saying, no, it's time to go to bed. You got to go to yeah. sleep and you don't concentrate that well. But I didn't have a long day. So, and I felt that, you know, tonight would be a good night to do a show. But generally I do um, my shows um, Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. 
um, Saturday evenings at 9 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. And we're on the same time zone, you and I, because mm -hmm. it is 11 p.m. right now, and it's 11 p.m. in New Jersey. Well, you can join my podcast if you want. What's that? You can join my podcast if you want. Okay. So you do, you do, like, you, you do have your own, like, um, YouTube channel? Yeah, I, I do. I used to do, what well, I used to do on there, I used to do ABC promos and, okay. and singing. Um, um, I tried to sing on there. Uh -huh. Um, there's a couple of different things. I used to do ABC poems, like when I say Tuesday night, who's the boss, the old ones. Okay, I see. Yeah, I see. That's that's cool. That, that's really good that you, that, uh, that you do that. That's that's really cool. But on my um on my channel, I mean I mean podcast. On my podcast, I talk about the Bear Cave old TV shows, and I talk about um. Um, the COVID. Um, I talk about a lot of things on on my podcast, but basically, I talk about how hard it was to read um the first program that I really love to go to. So your podcast is called ABC Seven Show. Yes. And are you on uh, Podbean? No. What's that? Well, Podbean is what you're on. Well, so like my my provider for my show is, is is Podbean, right? So, how did you find my show? Well, I I said um, I think by um Podbean. Yeah, Podbean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's um, like you can find my podcast um, anywhere on the internet. Right, so right. you can you can find me on Spotify. You can find me on iHeartRadio. You can find me on uh, Podcast Attic. Um, you can find me on uh, the Truckers Podcast on Demand. You know, I'm on this. You just you know, just Google the Truckers Podcast, and you can see my my logo, the blue truck and right my in the white trailer. So you'll find me on probably 13, 14 different medias. Wow. You know, after, you know, this show is live. And then after I publish this show, it'll go out to other 14, yeah, probably about 14 different medias. So, but... Yeah. So and and so you so so your ABC Seven show, you're on Podbean. Yeah. I, yeah. I think uh, um I am. I I don't know if I did it right because this is my first time doing a podcast and I don't know if I exactly did it right. Okay. Well. Yeah. You know. I was, when I when I started out, you know, almost two years ago, um, I really wasn't um sure about how it all works and everything else like that so being being not tech savvy you know you know i had to figure out a lot of things you know to do a live show and, and what i needed to do and was i doing it right and, and and stuff like that but you know 288 shows 
you know, that I have put out, you know, um, this coming January will be two years. Wow. You know, and it's something that um, I like doing. I, I'm going to con, uh, continue to do it. And um, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun and um, it's interesting. I mean, you know, when when do you ever get to talk to to somebody that you will probably never meet and somebody like yourself from New Jersey? Yeah. Right. And, and, and talk to and talk to you live. You know, and have listeners on the show, you know, listening from around the world while I'm doing this show live. I mean, where else can you do that? How do you get people, like, say if I want people to go on my podcast, how do you do that? Well, I just, what I what I did is that, um, you know, my first couple shows, um, I probably had maybe two, three people a show. You wow. know, people... People, you know, they'll just they'll just keep scanning for that. But when you do your show, at the end of your show, you tell them, you know, the next time when you do a show, when you're going to be on and, and what is it going to be about and, and stuff like that. It takes time, you know. It, you, you don't, you, you know, don't, don't, um, don't uh, rush things. Don't get disappointed. You know, it, it'll all come together for you. You know, so, you know, right now I have um, over 2,000 plus listeners from around the world. I'm, I'm a small podcaster. I mean, there's podcasters out there who, who get 10,000 downloads a day. Wow. You know, I might get 60. I might get 40. I, may, I might get 20. You know, and I've been doing this for almost two years and I'm okay with that. You know, I don't, I don't let the numbers bother me, you know, because I'm doing my own thing. I'm not worrying about what other podcasters are doing out there. I'm not worrying about other podcasters of, hey, why are they getting 10,000 downloads in one day? Why, you know, why this, why that? You know, that's their show, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and they're getting that, you know, because they've probably, probably, you know, been in radio before. You know, they've had some experience with, with broadcasting or whatever. And, you know, they have connections and, and they get, you know, um, you know, these important people on their shows to talk on their show and, and stuff like that. And, you know, my show is to talk to you and I'm share things with you with current events, local world news and what's trending. Um, people come on and listen to people like yourself call in, you know. And, and that's, you know, that's the way it is, you know, but don't be discouraged, you know, it, it'll just, just come along and you just do your own thing and you will get followers. Does that help you out a little bit? It helped me out a, a little bit. I just don't know what um, I'm doing for that because this is not like me doing Instagram live for YouTube channel. This is something totally new mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah see for me to have a, a youtube channel and you know um i was actually I, I was i was looking into it one day and thinking how do you you know you know get a youtube channel you know because 
you know, when it comes to, you know, like I say, computers and stuff like that. And I'm 58 years old. Wow. You know, so, um, I mean, you know, I was, when I was a kid, none of this stuff existed. There was no such thing as a, uh, a smartphone. There was no such thing as computers, none of that stuff. Right. But then I was looking into it and I'm thinking, man, that's just a lot of work to even to set up a YouTube channel. And the podcast was so much easier to do. Well, I set set my YouTube channel up from Google because I set everything up from Google. Okay. Yeah. See, I I was going on, like I searched on YouTube and, and of course I I searched uh, Google too on, on how to set up a YouTube channel and stuff like that. And, um, depending on what you want to do and and what you want to create and, um, you know, your, your logo, your, your, your intro music and, you know, your topics. And, and if I were to do a YouTube channel, I would like to do it with a couple of people, you know, know. whereas in my podcast, yeah, I could have, I could, you know, I could have, you know, five, six people, you know, in my home, you know, with microphones and headphones doing this podcast, you know, but I'm doing this solo, you know, because, you know, I talk a lot and I like to talk and I I figured, you know, what, what is the best way, you know, of getting, you know, my thoughts out there, my opinions out there. You know, instead of talking to myself, you know, and and share my thoughts and opinions with the world. And there's no better way, there's no better way of doing it than a podcast, Mm -hmm. right? And it goes all over the world. You know, right now I'm in in, in like 15, 15 or 16 different countries around the world. Listen to my podcast. Oh, Tucker. Yeah. I have, I want to tell you this. I have a fairly old thing downstairs. I have a, a standard case Lionel train. And what is that? It's something that my grandpa got, um, gave me. It's a fairly old standard case Lionel train is on sea scale track. And it, it did whistle one point, and the gears start to move, but the gears are soft, and the whistle is is busted. So that means it doesn't run no more. No, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So I hope, you know, I mean, just, you know, don't, you know, like I said, don't get discouraged, you know, with your podcast. Just Go out there and, and talk about whatever you want to talk about. All right. Right? That's what that's what you do. And, and it'll all come together for you. So I'm still a newbie. I'm still new to this. Okay. You know, I haven't I haven't hit the novice. You know, I think I have something like twenty-three hours more to go before I hit novice, you know, so it's still a ways off, you know, 24 hours. I mean, I try to do an hour show, 
you know, sometimes my shows are 45 minutes, 50 minutes, you know, today's like an hour, almost an hour and 15 minutes, you know, but like I say, I'm not worried. I'm not worrying about the numbers. You know, I just, I just come out here and, and, and talk to you and share my opinions about what's going on in the world. That's what I do. So hopefully, you know, that give you, you know, just don't, don't be discouraged. Just go out there and, and just talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay. And if, if doing, if doing, talking about the 70 shows and 80 shows and 90 shows, mm. that's a great topic. That's a yeah. fantastic topic. You know, people are interested in that. You know, people reminisce about those shows. I reminisce about those shows growing up, you know, watching Happy Days in the 70s, watching MASH, you know, I have all, all those different shows. I know, have grew up probably, watching those shows. I have 140 VHS tapes of all of them on tape. Wow. Recorded from people on eBay, recorded. I feed these stuff and like, oh my God. I wasn't here to see all of them because I was born in 1997. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. You see, I mean, I don't have any of those. So you certainly <laughs> have way more of what I've got when it comes to that stuff. So, you know, you, you know, you, you got you, you, you. I mean, you got your 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 foot set. You know, you've got the information, right? And and you can go and you can talk about these shows because you know you now you get to experience them and you can go out and 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 share your experience. Well, one of my friends, Son Gluer, was saying to me on the phone when we talk. Um, he was saying to me, um, "Is Mass and Full House coming back to CBS or ABC?" And I said, "No." It's not even, they're not coming um, back to those network platforms. That was years ago. You know how many years ago was that? That they were on it. He, was, he wanted them to come back to the TV, like ABC or CBS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe just, maybe just the reruns. Yeah. You know, but, you know, that's about, yeah, that's about it. But those... Yeah, I mean, if that is something that, that intrigues you, that's something that you're excited about to talk about, hmm. by all means, you know. You know, a pod, podcast could just be about anything, and, and people just, you know, like, they just use their imaginations. They just, you know, I've listened to podcasts where the show is, is, is like Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing, and it's a great podcast, mm -hmm. Right. So if if something that you know like like with you, with um, the seventies, eighties, and nineties, and, and you're and you're going back to watching these, and, and you're really interested in them, and you want to share that, people will listen. They will. People will listen because people like myself, we grew up watching those shows. Do you ever watch um, a show called with Swords Call and then it's Sunny Time Station? Oh, God, that was probably like, oh, my God. That was like many, many years ago for me. Because Swords Call and play a small minister, Mr. Conductor, and yes. there was bits and pieces, like breaks of it, when he broke the whistle and Thomas will come to life. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's right. See, you know, stuff like that, you know, people, you know, 
people, mm-hmm. people, people will listen. You know? I remember watching that show, and I think I was 12 in 1997 when I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know? So, and, uh, you know, George Carlin, you know, he was great doing, um, you know, kids shows and stuff like that, but he was also a really funny man. He was uh, a great comedian. He was and, on Fox and on the Swords Carlin show, and David Mitten directed the Thomas stories. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, Britt, if you don't know her, Britt Arcock, that um, wonderful producer, Britt Arcock came to Swords Carlin with the project of the Sign Time Station and she promoted the Thomas and Friends. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so, you know, there'll be... Yeah, that 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 just be for you to talk about, you know. Like I said, the, the, those shows and stuff like that on a podcast, you know. Yeah, go out there and give it a shot, you know, and, and have fun with it, mm-hmm. you know. But for now, um, I gotta let you go, okay? Because uh, I have to get up early in the morning to. Uh, head out to work. Like I say, this is just an odd night out for me. And um, you know, when I look at news articles and stuff like that, and this one particular one with the Human Rights Commission on um, anti-vaxxers, um, you know, it was an important topic to get out there. Um, so thank you for joining me. It was, uh, it was a, an honor to talk to you. <laughs> you know, um, you're a bright young man. And um, thank you for joining me and all the guests on my show this evening. Thank you for coming out here this evening. And like I say, um, I'll be back out here um, Friday night at 9 p.m. If you can join me then, okay. I appreciate it. If you can't, I understand. So, uh, again, thank you. Bye. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a safe week out there. Take care.